just happened. Welcome to what, Dave. It's your first time back in two <laughs> weeks, and this is how you do. You're like, what? What just happened? I mean, did we just I'm start just, a show? First of all, <laughs> calm down. Secondly, everything on my computer froze. That's why I'm asking what just happened. This is, is what okay? happens when you give like a boomer a, a Dell computer from like 1996. Like, I don't know what's going on. First of hey, all, welcome. I plugged in, so I'm not even on my Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm hardwired in, so I should be good. That's why I'm questioning what's going on. Is so it on your phone all, line or is it on your Wi-Fi line? Are we using like dial-up from uh, AOL? No, it's, it's, on, it's on the way. It's on the Frontier BIOS <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. It should be working. My PlayStation well, 5 works just fine, so. Oh, oh, PlayStation 5. Uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Josh Campbell, US, and it's Dave 18. It's been two weeks, buddy. We missed you. I know back. it's only been a week. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're week. back. Um, I saw you commenting in the section over there about my feel and take, and I'm here to take it if you want to give it to me. And we also have Finn with us, our DFS expert. <clears throat> Davey is out of the office. We game the night off because that dude works a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Poor All right, we're going to give our what? It's a poor guy. Oh, I thought you said fuck him. I was like, what? Are we gonna fight right now? Like, no. play more guy. DFS. He play more DFS. He have to work less. There yeah, or win, win more DFS because well, last week was not good for this guy. But we'll talk about that later. Before that, though, we got our starts and sits of the week. Uh, we're only gonna do one each because we do we are on limited time and we have a buy or sell segment for later on. Dave, are you prepared for your first start of the week? God damn it. No, not really. No, no, I'm he's not. You want me to do everything at the same time? I'm sorry, I, I have a real job. Sorry, that I have a real job. I don't get to stay at home all day like you. I'm out here sweating my balls off in, in the hot sun. You know how that is, so I don't want to hear. You it still me. have that? Uh, do you still have that ball toner or the? I do. I do have my manscaped stuff still. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good news. We'll use some more because I use a lot less now that I'm becoming an office bitch. All right, listen. Yeah, of course, of course I do. All right, since you're not prepared, which is totally fine, I told you at six o'clock, get your DraftKings lineup ready. Not DraftKings and FanDuel. I just I said, wasn't even home just... at six o'clock. I want you to know that, motherfucker. So fuck you. <laughs> this is why he's back. asshole. All right. I was this, why, this is why this traffic. podcast is listed as <laughs> Yes. If you go to exactly Apple Podcasts, this is mature. Yes. <laughs> only only when this guy is on the show. Let me start <laughs> off with my start of the week. This is the total opposite of last week. This is uh, Adam Thielen. He's playing Detroit. I'm surprised Dave didn't put this as his start of the week. I always let Dave pick first because... I really want to give him the advantage, so I have the hard ones. But Thielen was a slam dunk. They're playing Detroit. Detroit gives up the second most, uh, I think, passing touchdowns on the year, which is ridiculous. Uh, they can't stop anybody. Thielen's going to be in the – it's going to be the opposite of that game script last week where they're going to be in the red zone. They're going to throw it to him. They're going to try to prove a point that, hey, look, we are good at football because last week they didn't look good. Dave, you can attest to that. They looked horrible, didn't they? Who, Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't look good. It didn't look good. It should have been way like I'm not trying to rag on Dave, but it should have been way worse. Baker missed like six passes to a wide open Odell. It made me look totally ridiculous. <laughs> Baker's but, a trash game. Well, I know I he's a trash. I've been saying that. I told you two years ago. But my he's point is, Adam Thielen will score multiple touchdowns this game. He's going to be a start. He's very, very, very touchdown dependent, and he will oh, score no. two. What happened, Dave? What's going on over there in Dave's world? My computer world? is about to die, so give me like just a second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what I go through. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I asked you to join the full show yeah. instead of just the second half. You'd, you'd be pulling this, me in real quick. <laughs> you notice every time you're on, Davey's stuff goes out or like Dave's stuff yeah. goes out. Anyway, what do you think about Adam Thielen this week? Like He didn't score last week, like I said. So you think you're calling multiple touchdowns? Yeah, I think they're going to try to try to prove a point of like this is our offense. Kirk Cousins, our guy. He looked bad last week, but he's been pretty damn good all year. Besides I mean, last you, week, if you're making that call, he better be in your DFS lineup, uh, especially on FanDuel where touchdowns are very dependent. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, that he he is a touchdown scorer, uh, it, 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 but it's funny, like. He and Jefferson get the same amount of kind of like target. They get the same amount of love. It's just Steelers are so much more efficient with those targets. But then Jefferson finally got, you know, got that end zone look last week. So I don't know. I mean, Jefferson started off slow last year and then really hammered it. So I mean, I'm not saying we're going to see a changing of the guard, but I think it's going to be a little more not just the feeling uh, in, the, in the end zone all the time. But 
it is Detroit, and Detroit sneakily keeps all these games like stupid close out of nowhere. And you know, they're not going to be in a position where they're going to have to run Dalvin Cook into the ground. So I mean, I I can see it in the realm of possibility. Um, but again, if you're calling a multiple touchdown game, he should be in your FanDuel lineup, and I can't wait for that later on. You know, Thielen made my FanDuel lineup because I'm, <laughs> I'm calling the two. I usually lean on my starts of the week and then put them in my FanDuel lineup somehow. So like half my research is already done because I already threw them in there. So when I talk to you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know Detroit's rated dead last in PFF against passing, you know, like they're horrible. They can't stop anybody, but somehow they keep it close. Dave, are you back? No. Yeah, but I can't find the charger, so good luck. I don't know how long it's gonna last. I have my phone ready to hop on once. All right, look at that. I don't know how long Dave it's gonna is last. ultra prepared this week. Dave, give me your start of the week. I just Looks ran like out. I, I just twelve minutes left. All right, <laughs> so, we, we got this. I think it's twelve percent, but he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> no, it literally says twelve minutes. <laughs> oh, bitch, stupid motherfucker. Six percent, twelve minutes. Is that what you, do you want? Up to date? You want me to up to date you every single minute? We can Dave, do that. I want your start of the week. I already know who it is. Tell the world. Corey Davis is my start of the week. They're playing the Falcons. The Falcons are terrible. Corey Davis has had two big weeks. He's had two terrible weeks. I think he'll have another big week this week. Um, the Falcons aren't good. They're just not good uh, at all. So, damn it, I'm getting up updates. Um, I think Corey Davis is. I love Corey Davis. And, and um, this is a, another time to start. Oh, what the! I'm just afraid of Jameson Crowder. We saw him come last week and just take a lot of stuff. I didn't think would happen. Corey Davis to get his touchdown in that revenge game, which was nice. I didn't start Corey Davis anywhere because I already gave up on him. Dave is gone. So it's just what about uh, anything on Elijah Moore? I know he played. It was concussion last week. I mean, I got to believe with Crowder back if. Moore is back. That's probably not great for Davis. And I, I'm playing. I have to play Davis in season long, but I got to believe that would. I mean, Davis I was think, a big play last week. It was yeah, big play Dave, that was it. Davis was a good play last week. I did. I like. I said I did not play him. I didn't trust Zach Wilson. I kind of gave up on that offense. I wanted to see more because you saw week one, Davis was amazing, and then steadily went down and lost. I don't know what happened, but I can see Dave's point of him becoming start of the week and maybe get you wide receiver too. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, just, I think I like that more if Elijah Moore's out again, just because okay. like, yeah, they're going to be running a similar route tree, I would think. Um, I given Crowder is going to be, you know, t- taking the underneath stuff. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I like, like I said, I'm, I'm playing him season long, so I'm, I'm on board with it. But yeah, I, yep. uh, like it even more if Elijah's up. Yep. Okay. So my sit of the week, since Dave is gone, we're going to pivot to mine. And my state of the week is Brandon Cooks against New England. It's just simple. New England shuts down. Well, they just they just traded their best cornerback away, which kind of scares me. I thought I wrote this before that happened. You know what I mean? I was already prepared to say Brandon Cooks because not because of Brandon Cooks, because of Mills. The quarterback is his trash there. He I think the first time he played, he made Brandon Cooks an all-star. But since then, Mills has been trash. He's playing New England, who New England just shut down Tom Brady. Like that I, I didn't expect that. I thought yeah. Brady was going to go out there and just torch him, light him on fire. And yep. Brady was frustrated. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know if, you know, the defensive players know Brady so well or, you know, a little bit of both. But I'm super surprised. So if they did that against him, then Mills. Mills has targeted uh, Brandon Cook seven times a game. So that's pretty good, right? But he's not coming down with a lot, especially last week. He only had 47 yards. You know, uh, Mills' yards per attempt is 4.1. 4.1. It's ugly. Like at that point, just call Cam. Just call Cam. Yeah. Like, like what's Cam? What is Cam doing right now? He's a starting position. Especially with Tyrod as your like other quarterback. I feel like Cam and Tyrod's games are so similar. You wouldn't have to change the offense that much. But like, it, exactly. Tyrod I mean, and Mills are very different. And, and Mills is. Oh, there he is. Here's the Joker. He's back. Should I bring him in now, or should I wait till he sits down? Uh, you tell me. I'm just waiting for that uh, upward face angle. <laughs> there he is. There it is. Here's the upward right. face angle. Look who's I'm so back. annoyed. I'm so annoyed right now. I mean, he only he only had time to set up his computer all night, but it's okay. All right. Dude, can so we give this guy? Can we get this guy a webcam? Because his phone picture looks so much better than that grainy ass uh, <laughs> like camera he's using for his computer. It's because I got me. an awesome phone. That's why. Now we're in the Blair Witch Project over here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the house. If you want to see it. How screwed are we since he was using uh, plug-in wi- plug-in uh, internet and not Wi-Fi? <laughs> oh man, we're good. He's back. Look, he's 
he about a month ago he was out in the boonies. Now he's in society, back living in the Richie Rich houses. Congratulations, Dave. Thank you. I just told I just told everyone to sit Brandon Cooks because he's playing the Patriots and Davis Mills is trash. And I know I like that, that. I know I know he gets pepper the targets, but dude, Davis Mills averaged four point one yards per attempt last week. It was bad. It was terrible. Brandon, now they're playing the Patriots. <laughs> Who just shut down Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, they were hyped for that though, man. They were hyped for Brady. Like that was like Belichick in their like season. That was their Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's just it's look whatever. at Bill Belichick's uh, record versus rookie quarterbacks. Just the, the numbers are there. He trashes them. Like this is not going to be. A I'm not saying Mills is going to have a good game. I mean, they might bracket coverage Cooks because he's like their only offensive weapon. I mean, that's <laughs> what I would do if I was anybody yeah. playing Houston. They have nobody else, you're right. Yeah. So make Anthony does, Miller beat me. <laughs> yeah, and what does yeah. Belichick do the best? He shuts down their best offensive weapon. So it's going to be a lot of – I don't even Fair. know who else they have. Who else? Who? David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, hello. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Akins, hello. What is wrong yeah, with keep you? asking, who else do they have? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Miller, uh, Nico Collins. Nico Collins We're just naming players now. Uh, yeah, I'm literally just trying to name players on Houston. Kikuti. Yeah, I think he got cut, but yeah, him yeah, too. 100% I can't even. Fired. I can't even take Dave serious right now with Vike Imging. I know. I just saw. Uh, can I? Can I edit that? I'm trying to see if I can edit that. No, that's on brand. I can't. Who you are, and it's okay. I guess I can't go back and mess it. Mess. Let me see if I can. No, it's fine. Oh, Dave, I just want your sit of the week. Your number one sit of the week. I got two of them, but I'm going with Miles Sanders. Did you see what he did last week? Uh, Philadelphia doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. All they want to do is pass, apparently. Like, I know the game got out of hand last week. Like, I get it. But two rushing attempts in the entire game, like, it wasn't that much of a blowout from literally the first snap. Like, it was relatively close for, you know, a little while. You gave that guy two rushing attempts. Gainwell's getting all the receptions right now. And I just uh, even hurts besides the fact that he's awesome for fantasy is not a good NFL quarterback. And he's an average NFL quarterback, um, but his legs and, and all that trash late game heroics he's getting are making his fantasy stats look great, which you love. But the rest of that team, eh, Devontae Smith's decent. Miles Sanders. I used to like him. Now I don't, I don't want him. I don't, he, I'll be honest. Even like when I said sit CEH a couple weeks ago, he's been good the last two weeks. I'm still not like I don't I don't love him. I mean, you got to start him because he's in that good offense. But this is how it is with Miles Sanders right now. Philly sucks. I don't like him, and I just think it's it's a bad spot. I forget who they're playing. Oh, Carolina they're playing Carolina, who's locking up everybody right now. Carolina's playing great defense. So you put all that together, Gilmore. I mean, he's a corner, but still, yeah, like, he'll be out. He's well, out for saying, a couple weeks. Yeah, I doubt he'll play. play. Okay, no, no he's not Henderson. even. Henderson off, uh, yeah, they got so, CJ so. Henderson. Carolina's defense, like Carolina's making moves, I like it, and um, I don't know, just put all that together. I, I don't, I don't like it. I, if you got any better options, start someone else. Miles Sanders ain't it. No, I'm, I'm definitely on you, man. That guy's been so for, since la- the beginning of the last year with that infamous text message I sent you about Miles Sanders. Trash can, another trash yeah. can, yeah. And then, yeah, since then, I've not been a fan of Miles Sanders because they're not using him the way he should be used at all. And you're right, they abandon the run way too fast. It's like their coach doesn't know how to manage a game. He's just like constantly like something goes wrong, pass, 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 pass. Like, is he a Madden player or is he an NFL coach? Because I can't tell the difference. It, it's insane. Like Miles last year, I feel like didn't look good and then just ripped off those long runs to make yes. himself look better. This year, it's almost the exact opposite. Like I'm watching him play because I'm in Philly, so I get all the local games. He actually looks good. Like he's ripping off long runs. And like last week, they were missing four of their five offensive line starters. And he's still like, you know. It's just weird. Like you're, they just don't have to use them. Like last year, I thought it was more of a Miles Sanders thing. This year, I think it's more of an Eagles thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, he actually looks good when he runs the ball, and they just don't hand the ball. Hey, Dave, are you watching TV? The Dodgers are on. Can you turn of course, it down? I'm watching TV. Can you turn it down? So I don't oh, hear we, the commercials. First of all, we've literally been on for like five minutes in here, so don't act like uh, I'm the crazy one. You could have told me that five minutes ago. Today has been such a cra- like seriously at work. It's been such a shit show day and it just becomes worse when he shows up like you can't, you can't turn oh, on tv and fill out a DraftKings lineup what are you good for first of all i have a DraftKings lineup and now i can't look at it because the freaking computer's dead <laughs> so right, i go. was i was setting it up upstairs while i was on the computer 
You know, I can't go look at it from my phone. Have a little buy or sell segment before we get into our DFS talk. Five guys who I think either are really, really bad right now or over the moon. And the first guy is Taylor Heineke. My start of the week last week, he's been a quarterback one in three straight weeks. He's been on fire. He's led Finn's guillotine league to the top. Right? <laughs> are we buying or are we selling Heineke? Selling. I, I'm I don't know. I, I don't know if I trust them. Do you tr- you trust them? That I, I trust that that defense has looked way worse than we thought it was going to. And Heineke has okay. to throw the ball. So, Fair. do I trust Heineke or I trust the situation? Um, obviously, I would love to insert a different, better quarterback in that situation. But I'll take a quarterback in that situation. And it seems like he's finally like you know him and McLaurin, like him and F one, like they're connecting. And uh, it, you know, I, I don't love the the LT three out for four weeks uh, for both Guillotine and for Heineke, but uh, I'm, I think I'm buying out of necessity. I mean, if you're in a one quarterback league, I'm passing. If you're in a to to, to me because I, I have a hard time trusting. Guys like this, maybe he is the next like Kurt Warner. Like I don't know, who knows? But like he's playing like at his peak. I don't. I don't know if he can sustain that. I don't know if I trust that. But I mean, I guess ride it while he's hot. But if, if but if you give me the option to, to to keep him or sell him, and I get something of, that's decent for him, I'm I'm he's he's gone for me. So what's decent? Dad Carasley, like what would you define as decent? <sighs> and I guess it depended on if I. What if you could get um. I don't know. What about like Ryan Tannehill? I think I'd rather have Tannehill. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if that's happened. I mean, like Curtis Samuel's back, so the the master of the dink and dunk. You know, so Heineken can just dink it off to him, and he's only going to get more playing time. He seems to be doing well with F one. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you in theory. It's not like someone I love, but yeah, that defense just looks bad. Um, I'm if they starting keep throwing Heine- it a million times. That's, that's true. It's fair. Look, I'm starting Heineke <clears throat> in a lot of leagues because I do believe him. I am buying him because you're not adding on to the rushing yards he gets. It's not you know Daniel Jones or Lamar or you know even Josh Allen, but he's still uh, top five in rushing attempts at the quarterback position. Last week he got you 41 yards on the ground. That's that's an extra four point. It's an extra touchdown if you're playing in four point leagues. You know what I mean? So I believe in Heineke. I think he's going to be okay. He's going to throw the ball. And yeah, he's established his connection with McLaurin, and it's perfect. I love it. I'm starting Heineke anywhere, but over. Okay, so okay, are we not worried about Fitzpatrick coming back at all? I'm not. Why would you play him when you have Heineke there? Like, why would you? You have a young guy. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Right, but let's say they're losing, or they're like a well. Listen, Taylor Heineke is no like franchise quarterback. He's not like that guy. So maybe worse than Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. I mean. I mean, I don't. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Like, didn't Fitzpatrick have the same injury that James White just had that knocked him out for the whole season? Like the hip, uh, whatever, like subplexion or I don't know. If anyone is a doctor, watching I don't. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how long he's out for. I don't know. If he, I don't even know if he's going back. Very he's vague out for a while. So it's been very, yeah. very vague about it. Yeah, no, you're right. right. Let's move on to the next guy. My freaking kryptonite. The guy I. Let's just get it out there. Brandon Ayuk. Guy's been a failure. I've traded him in multiple leagues this this week. Actually, I traded him straight up for Hunter Renfro in two leagues. Straight you up. Should have. That's how I bad did. he is. Yeah, he's cuttable. Than- he's cuttable. He's one hundred percent cuttable. Yeah. absolutely. Have- so we're all set. We're all selling. We don't want to buy low. No, the dude is not even worth rostering. Like you so, said. if he's on, if he's on the waiver wire, and I have like a nobody, or I have a guy I put on IR, maybe. But even still, like I'm not interested in him because one that's a running offense they want to run the ball two they have kittle and debo who have cl- both clearly made it made it pretty clear that they're both better and Ayuk, either he's in the doghouse or he just d- forgot how to play football i don't know what's going on um but i have at this point we're four weeks in he hasn't done anything and i don't see that changing Lance didn't look good passing the ball last week either. I mean, he made yeah, some, he, exactly. he, he extended plays and like made some easy passes, which is why I agree with you. I think Debo and Kittle are going to be the easier plays. You know, if you're if you're a rookie quarterback, short intermediate routes. Uh, yeah, but Lance did not look good throwing the football. Like I saw nope. a GIF on Twitter of him like throwing a ball that literally bounced off the turf and hit you uh, <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't good. This should have been a, a Debo, like a piggyback with Debo. Like, so you buying or selling him? A quick buy and Debo. I'm buying Debo all day. Even with Lance, even with Lance in there, like, you're, are you afraid that? 
he's gonna get the ball. They'll do those little quick screens and stuff, and and yeah, like a monster. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm buying Debo, especially 100%. with Lance, even more with Lance probably. Okay, here's one for you. The second coming of George Kittle and Travis Kelsey combined. Dawson Knox with his two tutty, two tutties, and he's a beast. All I know is when they're in the red zone and when Josh Allen's in trouble, Dawson Knox is his safety net. Yeah. He's he's there. He, like he's not he doesn't check down to the running backs. He checks down to Dawson Knox. He's a I'm buy, and I'll tell you exactly exactly what you said. One, there's literally two tight ends that I want. And if I don't got either one of them, they're all they're all the same. And you're looking for tight touchdowns, and that's what Dawson Knox can get you. He's not gonna get he's not gonna catch nine passes. He's not gonna he's not tight. Kelsey, he's not gonna go nine for one hundred and twenty and a touchdown, but he might go five for forty and two touchdowns, and that's all you want from any tight end. I mean, I really like Hawkinson, and, and Kittle is still, you know, fine. But if you don't got one of those four guys, they are all garbage at this point. I hate them all. I hate the tight end position, and yes, I want Dawson Knox. Hundred percent on board. With you there. <clears throat> I mean, I, my, the only thing I would add to that is like. Steph Diggs owners hate this, but like Josh Allen's become more complete quarterback. He's spreading it around. He's not force feeding anything. Like he's putting up these massive numbers, and everyone seems to be eating. Um, so I, you know, I got to believe his growth as a quarterback is only good for Dawson Knox. Like sucks for Diggs, but it's good for the Bills and it's good for Dawson Knox. Yeah, I'm I not agree. liking that at all. It made no Sanders go away. Too much. Sanders doesn't suck. <laughs> Beasley no, solid. Like they, they, yeah. yeah, they got they got options there for sure. Yeah. All right. Here's a top <clears throat> five pick for you. Alvin Kamara. Are we buying or selling him? Come on, man. Come on. Listen, listen, listen. So at what? Down. At a top three running back, are we buying or selling? Or are we I'm, buying I'm just saying, in general? I'm just saying. If I can buy him low, 100% I'm buying him. If I can give you. Look, who? Look, Jonathan I'm, Taylor? I'm, I'm just I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say this right here. Like I'm not saying sell him. I'm not trying to say he's a bum, but I'm concerned about his targets. He's only averaging three and a half a game. How are you going to catch 81 balls? At I mean, he's not going to catch game? his his normal 90 balls, but he's still getting almost all of the you know the running back. He had what 27 carries, which is like insane. career high or something. Yeah. He's going to score touchdowns. And he ran he's, for like 120, feel, so he's getting yeah. like five plus a carry. That's like yep. that's elite. I mean, no, it is. His his I still believe his receiving numbers will go up some. He's too good of a weapon for them not to use them. Just, I think Jameis just needs to like get in a rhythm, which is saying a lot because he's focused down like downfield. That's just what he does. He's always been that way. Even at Florida State, I remember watching him. Um, so let me let me ask you this: like, if you were to just take Alvin Kamara's game logs and then scratch out Alvin Kamara and put in Jonathan Taylor, people would be saying Jonathan Taylor. Josh would love him. Guy. Yeah, Josh saying, would like, be all over him. It's just yeah. because it's just be, you're flipping a narrative of a guy who needs to catch passes with his crushing on the ground. If you put that in with like again Jonathan Taylor, people are like Jonathan Taylor is the fucking man. Like we need to buy Jonathan Taylor everywhere. So yeah, I mean I, I agree with, with Dave there. Like maybe we have to alter our expectations as like to what you're gonna get from Kamara on a week to week basis. But <clears throat> yeah, if I'm getting 25 touches a week, I'm <laughs> count me in. Look. Yeah, I love Kamara too. I'm just concerned about the passing. It's like you're like you like exactly what Dave said. Jameis is not going to look to check down. He just won't. he's not going to get 80 catches like before. Maybe he catches 50. That's still more than most running backs. As long as he can make that up in his rushing, which he has. Yeah, which, he took 20, yeah. 24 carries for 120. I mean, yeah, he's never been that efficient on the ground. Well, he hasn't he, that much. Yeah, he, they usually have like a Latavius Murray to do that, and uh, yeah, Breeze so is also Jones think about it, also. Breeze has no arms, so he was looking for Kamara. That was his first. Him and and, and Slant Boy were like his first guys. Like those, those what he was looking for. Now Jameis is like eyes down the field, so yeah. it's just a different offense. And yeah, Tony right, Jones is gone, so that's yep, he is gone. Let's shift to the next Alvin Kamara. We're going to talk about Cordero Patterson. <laughs> He's the guy who I stupidly said on week one, like who would ever roster Cordero Patterson? Like I said that Idiot. stupidly. But it's okay. I can admit when I'm wrong, and I'm wrong. Like I'm 100 percent buying this. Like I can't. So am I buying this? Absolutely. I love him more because first he has all, positions. Like you can play him running back, yes. or wide receiver. Like that yes. makes me love him even more. I don't care about the receiver position because there's a ton of them. But the fact that he has running back eligibility makes him his value shoot way up. Did you see the touchdown he caught? He mossed some guy over there. Like 
Yeah. I didn't. He never looked that good in Minnesota. I don't know where this is coming from. But um, Matt Ryan loves him. He's getting targets. I know his – I saw a stat. I forget what it was. But his, like, his overall usage isn't that great. But when he's in the game, he's getting thrown to or rushed, and he's making like the most of every single uh, touch he has. And I think he's got like the most points per touch in the league, which is like crazy. Um, That's true. He's just uh, – and apparently he's a red zone monster. I mean, they don't have Julio anymore, and apparently they don't like Kyle Pitts. So, you know, I, I love gets, it too. He only gets about 30 35% of the snap share, so he's not really on the field that much. But like you said – but what scares me is the touchdowns. In his two monster games, he had three touchdowns, two touchdowns. Yes, he's going to get targeted in the red zone. But I, I hate when a player blows up with three touchdowns, and especially a player like Patterson who hasn't really proven it his whole career. I don't want to go buy him. I want to sell high. I want to try to get equal value, like get a Zeke or someone like that in return. Zeke, so, you don't want to trade Zeke for Patterson. Zeke is fucking so- What's I have a home league where I have Patterson. I put him on the trade block. I'll tell you the two <clears throat> offers I got for him. Now, again, this there's some numbskulls in this. Is it a redraft? Okay. Uh, keeper. Um, okay. but it's keeper? a pretty aggressive keeper. Like you lose three rounds a year. You can only keep people from round four on, um, yep. Tony Pollard straight up for Patterson. And the other one was Demarcus Robinson in the sixth round pick next year for Patterson. No one believes in him, which is why you literally have to keep him. If you have him, you yeah, have no, to fight it out. To. I don't think uh-huh. you're going to Yeah, I agree with you. I don't like the only thing that scares me is he's basically Kamara right now with his efficiency. Um, like la- yesteryear's Kamara. You know, you got to hope that either he is Kamara 2.0, just took a lot longer to hatch from that shell, or he's going to get an increased workload. And, you know, <clears throat> I got to believe the increased workload will probably come because um, it's not like Mike Davis is looking that great. So um, we'll see. But I don't think you're going to get – you're not going to – I don't th- – you can't trade them high. You can, so you can't trade them high because unless, to me, unless someone really, really needs a running back. But even then, who are you going to get? Unless you're looking for maybe someone has like Dalton Schultz on their bench and you need a tight end. Yeah. But would you rather keep Patterson with that running back eligibility? You know what I mean? Like no yes, one's giving you a Zeke. No one's giving you Jonathan Taylor. For, just because of their name value alone, you're not getting those guys. No, I, um, I know. But what I meant because I, I had an offer today, straight up offer. Someone offered me Patterson. And they wanted, and they gave me like some receiver three. I forgot who it was. Doesn't matter. Probably Devonte Smith or something like that. And he wanted uh, Zeke, and I'm like, fucking Zeke's just giving me like if he doesn't score touchdowns, Zeke like he doesn't catch the ball anymore. It's all Pollard. Like I- I'm looking at the matchups this week with Zeke and Pollard, and I'm like, this is a Pollard week against that Giants defense. This isn't a Zeke week to me. And I think you can categorize that. And I- I'm looking to sell Zeke to be honest with you. That's so the problem with that. That's fine. Would you take Pollard for CPAT straight up? Like no. that one offer I got? Absolutely. Uh, the, not. Only re- the only reason why I wouldn't do. Man, that's tough, though. Because... Not in a redraft. I mean, it's a keeper, but like, no. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right. No, I, I'm yeah. leaning towards no. For me, that kind of feels like a trade, just a trade. You know, you're trading, yeah. Up, yeah, back, you're trading back up, guys. But the, the, the bigger difference for me is that the dual position. Like, if I'm in a pinch, I've had some like massive wide receiver injuries in that. Like I lost Judy and AJ Brown, so I actually might play CPAT oh. at wide receiver. Um, so like yeah, that that position dual position eligibility is kind of what tips the scales for me there. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. All right, let's get to our DFS strategies. Do you want to start, Dave, with your draft? Oh, you can't look at dra- your DraftKings, can you? Well, Sorry, like, I know. I know we we're going to talk about it. like real quick. I know um, there's so much that changes between when we chat here on on Wednesday night and then when we actually hit submit on Sunday at one o'clock. So one of the things we were going to do real quick was just go through, uh, you know, I'm going to go through my final lineup from last week and just kind of talk through some of the changes I made and why I made those changes. Um, just so again, you're not getting us after Wednesday night, at least give you a little thought through the process. So I'm going to start with FanDuel. I actually had like a top 15% lineup on FanDuel last week. Um, it was my best week so far. I crushed that. And we talked about a lot about Josh Allen. Um, the weather there scared me a little bit. And then I saw Patrick Mahomes for not that much more and with the highest point total, projected point total for the week. And that's one thing we're going to touch on today too. You know, we're kind of uh, growing our knowledge base uh, of DFS. One of the things you should always be looking at is what are the highest over-under games and targeting if you need some savings, Uh-oh. target someone cheap from the, uh, the highest over-under games. So – I saw that. I saw the Chiefs were the highest uh, point projected. 
So I actually stacked Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey because it was actually pretty easy wow. to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because like once Chuba came in, uh, Mike Davis, you know, super cheap. And then Sermon, once Elijah was out, like definitively out, Sermon became kind of a pretty easy play. So I was actually able to get some pretty good um, value at running back for like projected touches. So my lineup was Mahomes, Hubbard, Davis, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, Travis Kelsey, Sermon, and the Jets. And we were joking about this in our chat. Um, if you would have told me that Chuba and Mike Davis were going to outscore Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey combined, I would have laughed yeah. at you. But I still, I mean, I ended up scoring 130, 134.92 and had a top 15% lineup. But again, a lot of that was driven by value opened up at running back. And I want to try to get as much of that chief stack as possible against the Eagles. Um, I thought Andy Reeves would come back and just try and run it down their throat. And he was throwing the ball deep, like very late into the game. So that played out. And that could have been even monster if Kelsey and Adams even had average weeks, not below average weeks. This could have been a monster, monster lineup. So, um, but they didn't kill me because Adams was like 69% owned in this one I'm looking at. Kelsey was 74% owned. So we talk about that eating the chalk. Yep. Those didn't hurt. Those guys didn't hurt me. But I got Mahomes at sixteen percent owned. Tyreek Hill at eight percent owned. Um, game over once those two hit. So that was kind of the thought process of FanDuel DraftKings. I got my ass kicked. Um, I actually felt even better about the DraftKings lineup. So I had Dak Prescott, uh, Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, who I thought Derrick Henry is a must play on DraftKings. I didn't see that as much of a must play on FanDuel. Robert Woods, C.D. Lamb, Curtis Samuel, uh, Disley. Devontae Adams again, and then the Lions. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, I, I thought for sure he was going to do pretty well with uh, Amari Cooper. Will he play? Won't he play? Disley, um, the only tight end he was splitting snaps with, uh, what's his face, Jared Everett, uh, Jared Everett, and now he's the only guy. And then Samuel was a stone minimum, 3,000 uh, coming back. I thought that you know they would give him a bunch of like short passes, so he'd actually – I liked him more on DraftKings for the PPR. Um, those guys all sucked. <laughs> um, I mean, Henry yep. did well, Najee did well, Prescott did well, but yeah, I mean, when I'm paying up big for Devontae Adams and he just sucks it up. Um, it just wasn't. I CD Lamb at four percent when I first opened that up, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Um, and him throwing up that dud that that really just kind of put the nail in my coffin. So DraftKings was a big dud last week. Um, wasn't great for me, but it was a more than a full double on on FanDuel. I cashed in every single entry I put out there. Oh, nice. Damn, nice. I had I only went FanDuel. It was terrible. I I, I cashed in one of four leagues. Mad. My team sucked, dude. I stuck with Josh Allen. I thought he was going to be a beast in the range. So I wasn't worried about it. Which he was. I stuck, I stuck with Chuba too, just like you. But I went McKissick as my other cheap running back. I thought the price was too uh, low for him. He was only 1% owned in this, and he scored 14.4. I mean, that's okay with me. Yeah. Cooper Cup, terrible, 8.9. Odell, he was awesome. Baker just couldn't hit him because that would have blown up. <laughs> Rondell Moore, I was a shot in the dark. That was dumb. 5.2. He's only 2% rostered. Um, 53, you know, 100. I was like, I need someone cheap that could score with the best offense in the league. We talked about Kelsey. He. 67%. That's the chalk. I ate all I ate that chalk. Jets defense was ch- almost chalk. 42% roster to mine. Yeah. They scored 47 and one. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, and that's then, great uh, for them. I mean, I would yeah. if you're gonna tell me they're gonna score seven points, I would have been very you know, happy. You're the only reason why I played them, and you're the only reason why I play I picked the Jets to win on tally site. I'm the only person to pick the Jets to win. And I and to cover. I freaking did it, baby. <clears throat> nice. All right, let's let's talk about this week. Uh, we're gonna start with. You wanna start with Fanduel? You tell me. Yeah, we're going to Fanduel. We're going straight to Fanduel, where, where that's where I play. And uh, I'm starting off. You wanna start off with your uh, quarterback real quick? Hold on, why I pull this up? Oh no, we do. Yes. Yeah, whatever you wanna do. I mean, I for me, I got. But uh, my my player pool is pretty tight this week. I got um, Kyler's a top <sighs> option. I got Daniel Jones against Dallas. Um, and then I got Dak um, against the Giants. You know, the Giants secondary hasn't looked good at 8,100. I mean, Dak's kind of in the middle there. Um, I, I'm probably uh, playing Daniel Jones this week on both sites. He's priced, especially on DraftKings, he's priced pretty far down. On uh, FanDuel, that extra, you know, 700 bucks, 1100 bucks over Kyler um, is going to, I think, come into play. 
Yeah, my guys rounded out to be sorry. I just pulled up. My thing froze, man. This is the worst. My my guys were. Oh, but when mine freezes, I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're always an idiot. You're always an idiot. Like, well, that, well, that's that's 100 percent true. But that's <laughs> it's also beside the point. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Kyler Murray, 8500. Um, against San Francisco, I never pay up for quarterbacks. I, I haven't lately, and I kind of want to because I never like that blow away 35, 40-point game for my quarterback. They always just skim by. So I went with the high upside there. But I, I did look at Daniel Jones, 74, but it's a little too pricey for me. I'd really get the stud for, you know what, uh, over 1,100 more? Yeah, I mean, so the other thing that um, Peak Benchers, we talked about, like looking at the lines, I mean, the, the – uh, Believe it or not, the Dallas Giants game has the highest over/under on the slate. So, wow. and then Dallas is actually favored by seven. So, if we're going to play that out. I think we're going to see a lot of Daniel Jones passing the ball. So, um, coming from behind, and that's probably the easiest place to beat them. I mean, you got to think Galladay's going to get locked down, but the, the Giants had other weapons that popped last week, and Saquon looked unbelievable coming out of the backfield. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm because of that. I'm I'm probably leaning Daniel Jones on both sides right now. Okay, all right. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my Kyler Murray at the top. I don't know why, but let's go to running back position. I'm gonna start off with my running backs. I went really cheap and real expensive. Damian Williams against the Raiders, Chicago. He seems like the smartest, <coughs> cheapest play at running back that's gonna get all the volume. Uh, I couldn't even name you the backup for Damian Williams, so that just tells you something. And Williams looked really good. Like, do you guys know the backup for uh, Chicago now? It's Khalil something. Herbert. Um, yeah. Herbert. Yeah. Herbert, yeah, Herbert. That's right. Yep. Yeah, but Damian, but I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about Damian Harry or Damian Williams at all. He's going to be awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, he'll be good. And then I went Austin Eckler at 7,700 against Cleveland. I think that they're going to have to dump the ball off a lot. I think they're going to have to do quick, short passes. Austin Eckler is going to catch those balls, and we saw him. He was electric last week. It's like, God, I it's love like Ky- I love finally. I'm, I'm so glad him. I've always loved Austin <laughs> yeah. Eckler. He's my favorite player. Ever. You were on you were on that bandwagon since day one. Since day one. one. Since it only took one. you until October 6, twenty twenty one to turn around. God, I love him so much. He's so good. Yeah, but you saw him finally get involved in that pass, passing offense where like they were throwing him on these wheel routes and he was scoring touchdowns. Austin Eckler looked electric last week. Yeah, so it's funny. I had Eckler in my pool. wasn't at the very top of my pool, but I'm actually probably he's probably my favorite high priced running back this week. You know, at 7700, there's a lot of value out there, man. Again, you're going to see guys are going to pop up on both because like they haven't been appropriately priced on either site. Leonard Fournette at 6400, and if he's getting all those looks, I mean, like why? Again, yes. we want to chase. We want to chase opportunity, and right now against Miami, and he's getting all the opportunity. I, mean, I know he got staked for a touchdown last week, but, like, that was just shit luck. Because, um, yep. he, you know, he, the amount of work he got relative to everyone else, he he deserved that touchdown. I got – and I got Damian Williams. So I'm actually going to flex uh, Austin Eckler just because of the, I think he has a later uh, kickoff. But, yeah, Leonard Fournette, Damian Williams were pretty easy ones, like low-cost uh, guaranteed touches. Uh, you know, I'm not touching Dalvin at 9,000. Aaron Jones, like that scares me based off what they were doing last week uh, with Aaron. I'm sorry, um, with the um, what's his face, the backup running, Aaron, yeah. uh, AJ Dillon. Yeah. And then like Henry at 10,400. That is literally uh, CMC uh, pricing there. So I'll take the, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Austin Eckler for you know, almost $3,000 less and, you know, probably get a similar type of score. Yep. There's some other guys out there I want to mention. Chase Edmonds was on, in my little pool, uh, 6,200. He's he's up there in scrimmage, yard, scrimmage yards with everyone else. Like he's in the top five. The guy's been pretty good. Um, what do you if think? If he gets some touchdowns, he'd be great. Well, that's, that's my what, question. That's my he was question. Literally, my he's my top. So in my my little algorithm, my model, he is my uh, top rated running back. But I think I got more um, touchdown equity in Fournette, Williams, and Eckler, and. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you, though, with I already having Kyler in my, in my lineup, is it okay to have Kyler and Chase Edmonds because they take away from each other or that one time where he'll dump it off to Chase Edmonds and score? That's the only way it would ever happen. Uh, me personally, I mean, he's priced even higher. James Conner is a 6300 which is nuts. If James Conner was cheaper, 
I'd feel better about the Kyler Connor stack because I think that at that point you're going to get a piece of every touchdown that's scored for the Cardinals unless it's a low breakaway play. I mean, they just seem to literally once they get inside the five, like uh, I mean, just like the Chiefs with Ceh, like you know, well we'll play you at the ten, but as soon as we get to the five, you're out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel better about if I want to lock up all the Cardinals offense with Connor and, and Murray there, but I didn't see Saquon. Saquon's in there, man, seventy hundred dollars. Like that's pretty interesting as well against Dallas. Like if you're getting the Saquon that you got last week, um, you know, he, he looks back. I mean, so yeah, Saquon didn't make the pool initially, but I, you know, I, I really love my wide receivers and, and tight end this week. So I'm not sure I'd, where I'd save some money right now. So maybe on defense, but yeah, Saquon, you know, maybe over Eckler. Um, as it kind of see how the week progresses. All right. Let's see if these guys are in your pool. Moving on to receiver. I got LaVisca Chanel 5,800 against Tennessee. Um, you know, Chargers broke his ankle, shattered it. And we saw Visca finally show up, 99 yards. He was in that offense. I think he's going to be okay. And for 5,800, all he needs is a touchdown and, you know, 50 yards. He gets, gets what you – Dave, what are you doing? Yeah, can you mute if you're going to have a, uh, an allergy attack here? <laughs> I muted. I muted his mic. Anyway, yeah, back to – I was like, I'm uh. – A lot of bodily noises coming from over there. Okay, yeah, LaVisca Chenault, 5,800, super cheap in my opinion, but I had to afford Adam Thielen. I told – you know, we talked about earlier. He's, I had him in my lineup. I do this thing where all my starts are always in it and because I believe in it. And I didn't care how much he was priced. I think he's going to score a couple touchdowns and be a monster in that red zone. We already talked about Detroit Sox. Yeah, that, that, that price just yeah, – that's a little too high for my liking. That's the same price as like DeAndre Hopkins – uh mclaurin's cheaper i mean dj yes. moore is more expensive which is nuts but he's earned it um yeah it's a little too expensive for me so before i go on who's your third wide receiver so you got chanel uh chanel was in my lineup it was in my it was in my player pool but i i didn't need the savings or someone else in that price range i like better i um my other receiver is Devonte adams 8200 yeah. i spent up so we agree there I, I don't think you're gonna have a Devonte adams dud two weeks in a row um so I have Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen um, at 7,200. I, I, you know, I'd rather take that th- couple hundred dollars. I mean, Keenan's due for a score here. Um, he just keeps getting so much, so, still so much volume. My favorite cheat play of the week is Jacoby Myers um, at 5,900. I, uh, I, I just. He, Lavishka, I don't think is like the guy who's going to catch these deep passes. I don't think he's a replacement for Chark. I, you know, like if you watched the game last week, that deep ball he caught was more of like a broken pass where uh, a broken play where T Law was rolling to the sideline and just chucked one up to um, to Chanel. So I, I'm not necessarily sure that Chanel's like, uh, you know, the, what he's doing in the offense has changed. I think that was just like one big lucky play. So okay. for me, I'd rather chase the volume with Jacoby Myers. Especially Maybe, against okay. Houston. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I hope that trend happens where Myers catches the most balls ever without a touchdown because every week they update it and update it. I mean, I want him to score a touchdown, but <laughs> it'd be cool like if he just kept on going forever and ever and ever and ever. Like the story that never ends. I just trust I, I trust the offense better um, yeah. with New England. Um, I trust the rookie quarterback in New England, at least in, in terms of system b- right. better. Um and Myers is the clear number one option there. You know, I mean, it's it's not even close. So, um, I mean, those tight ends are both like living off of tight uh, touchdowns. If they don't get touchdown, they are completely irrelevant. So, yep. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Myers all day. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred—that's just too cheap for a number one and decent offense. Right. Speaking about touchdown dependent tight ends or players, Jared Cook was my tight end, fifty-two hundred. I think they're gonna have to score some touchdowns, and I think he's involved in the red zone. We saw it last week. No Keenan Allen, no, you know, Mike Williams. It was the tight end show in Los Angeles. <clears throat> Jerry Cook's pretty cheap. I like to go, I like to spin up, but not this week. Yeah, so this is where I think our difference at quarterback. I mean, not, not fully, but this is where it's gonna come play. I have Darren Waller uh in my is my tight end right now. I mean, I yeah, I he's getting too much volume to ignore. He finally got a touchdown again last week. Like, yeah, I I'm uh I'm a fan of uh yeah, it's for me it's Waller. We're kind of bust this week, honestly, because like you got Kittle at 6,500, Hawkinson at 6,400. Like, I do think a Tanyan blow up game is coming, but I'd rather play that in a tournament and not in a cash game. Um, 
but a 5300 like that's super super cheap be a jared cook i mean like he is one of the you know he is one of the dudes there um you know he, he there's a lot going around there because mike williams keen allen and jared cook all matter no you're right about that um Let's go to our next flex. You always play running back in FanDuel, right? Always, always, always. I, I'll put it this way. When I'm building it out, I'll, I'll be open to running back and wide receiver, but more often than not, it's a running back that makes the most sense on FanDuel. Well, I'll tell you what. I was smiling when you were talking about Saquon earlier because I wanted to surprise you. He's my flex. I usually don't <laughs> trust. I, I didn't want to bust it out, but Saquon's in my flex at running back because that over-under, you talked about it. You know, that game, I expect that game to be wild, fun, crazy. Saquon looked um, – I was watching Red Zone in my house, and I was, like, half drunk, half high, whatever, and I saw some guy flash across the screen, and someone just ran a Texas route. I'm like, Blue that lightning. Was that <laughs> Is he back? And, like, I kind of got hyped. I went to our little podcast chat with uh, Mark with the Balsamos. I'm like, Saquon's back. Zeke's back. This is awesome, man. Like, I was so happy. 2017. <laughs> We're back. It was it was it was great. It was great for a moment. So yeah, Saquon, I trust him fully. Especially who are your running backs in? So Saquon, Damian Williams, are gone. Who was your third running back? Austin Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, so that's where we that's where we differed. So I went with Fournette. Um, I guess Fournette instead of Saquon, and then was able to get like Keenan Allen and Darren Waller. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, different. I mean, I, I don't hate what you're doing there. Um, at all, I'd be curious if you drop from Kyler Daniel Jones. Like, what else you could uh, you could upgrade? Yeah, elsewhere. you know, I'm playing with that right now because I don't. I mean, defense is a defense, whatever. But I'm currently playing the Bengals defense because Rodgers can get sacked. I mean, he doesn't throw many picks, but I don't know. If you look at the options down there, like 3,400 and below, there's not there's nothing special. Yeah, I mean Jacksonville semi interesting against yeah, Tennessee, but that's because gonna be very, playing trash. Yeah, it's gonna be very dependent on those wide receivers whether they're going or not. Um, one that my model was like begging me to play was Houston against New England. Uh, I don't think I want to do that. Um, but thirty two hundred, like yeah, they're just the cheapest defense out there. Or no, sorry, Detroit against Minnesota is cheaper. I mean, that's an interesting one. I mean, Viking minging Dave. Um, <laughs> what do you like? I mean. Detroit's kept it close. Like their defense is like respectable. I would say it's good, but it's respectable. Like, do you think they can get to the Cousins enough to like make them viable at thirty one hundred? I mean, like that's very cheap. I mean, they need what six points or so. Yeah, I, I don't think Cousins gonna gonna turn the ball over. Which means they have to get like five or six sacks. I don't know if they're gonna do that. I mean, not the. I mean, the Vikings O line's been bad, but the offense besides last week has been really, really good. Honestly, I think it's gonna go back to being good. I mean, Detroit's been in some high-scoring games. They're giving up points, so I don't see any reason why they're going to really stop Minnesota. So unless they get a turnover too, eh, you know what I mean? I feel like it could happen. They, unless I, I don't see them getting five sacks. I mean, they can get two or three, but they don't have yeah. Miles Garrett. Like last week, that guy was just pushing our freaking guys around like ragdolls. He's, so He's so good. He and literally took one of our guys like out of the way. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My defense is Pittsburgh on uh, on FanDuel, um, but that's on working on the assumption that Drew Locke is going to be the quarterback. Um, yeah, I like that. If Teddy B is back, we'll we'll maybe look to to adjust that one. But yeah, I think uh, maybe even like Minnesota against Detroit. Detroit's line hasn't been that great this year. Um, and like and they, three, they might have three starters out too on the O line. Yeah, and then your pass rush is looking good between Hunter and Griffin. This is actually looking pretty good again. So if um, they get a turnover too, I mean, I don't know what their price is. It's not thirty nine hundred, so it's just under the Pittsburgh. It's just under Pittsburgh. But yeah, I mean, I like Pittsburgh a lot right now. I mean, the other one you can see is like Carolina um, at thirty eight hundred oh, against I love Philly. Them. Yeah, I mean, I like Carolina a lot too because again, you look at um, Jalen Hurts. Like, it's not like Jalen Hurts is putting up a lot of touchdowns. Jalen Hurts is just putting up a lot of yardage and a lot of rushing yardage. Um, so. Like Carolina, you know, Eagles can move the ball pretty well between the twenties and do absolutely nothing um, in terms of point score. And Carolina can look really good. So, yeah, I, I'm thinking Pittsburgh with Drew Locke, but my my adjustment probably would be down to Carolina if uh, if Teddy B is going to be the starter. All right, well, let's shift over to DraftKings, where I went crazy. My lineup is nothing like the last. I think I have one repeating player from my FanDuel lineup. <laughs> I have a lot of repeating players. That's but solely because I had um, someone supposed to do their DraftKings lineup and they didn't do it, so I had to <laughs> go on the fly and do my own. I had it ready. I didn't so I had my computers. I didn't yeah. 
Oh yeah, well obviously it wasn't Finn. So who the fuck else would he get fuck me? <laughs> the guy not here. How about that? <clears throat> Idiot. Day off. All right. With my quarterback selection of DraftKings, I went with one of my starts of the week that I didn't even talk about yet. Joe Burrow, sixty-one hundred. He's been in sync. He's getting T. Higgins back. Jamar Chase is been. Love Chase. You know, well, hold That's on. Jamar Chase is what five touchdowns, four touchdowns, four. Oh lot, yeah, four touchdowns. So Green Bay has given up ten touchdowns on the year in on the air in the air. Jair, I think, is out too. And, and yes, and that's what I was going to bring up. Jair is yeah. going to be out. He's not going to play this game. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to sling it all over Green Bay. I truly believe that, and I think it's going to be another shootout game. I don't know the ever under. I didn't do my research on that, but I think it's pretty high. Or uh, maybe I don't know. Joe yeah, Burrow. I'll tell you right now. Uh, over under for that game is <clears throat> forty-eight. 51 and a half. So that's a big one. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, dude, we saw Jameis torch them for five touchdowns. I know that was like three weeks ago, but it's still the happened. second biggest. And, and the spread is only three. Um, so, yeah, I mean, actually, Cincinnati's favored by three. No, I'm sorry. Oh, really? No, 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 I'm sorry. Green Bay. I read that backwards. They have points okay. and then opponent points right next to each other. In the So, like, I read it backwards. No. But three point spread, I mean, that's 24 and five points for Burrow. I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, again, I'm going Daniel Jones again. He's a hundred bucks cheaper. I think you get the rushing upside there too. Um, and you know he's got this outside of uh, New Orleans. Uh, believe it or not, New Orleans versus Washington. Washington is a single best quarterback matchup so far this year. Um, he's got the second best matchup. So I mean, yeah, it's six thousand on DraftKings. Like that's just too cheap for a quarterback. I mean, you know, it's just too cheap for a guy that can put up what he can put up. Yep, I agree with that. All right, let's go to my uh, running back spots. I went Najee Harris, like I always go, because he's going to catch a million. And this is full PPR, so he's going to catch the balls. And then I went another PPR guy who's getting more usage than I thought he would, Kareem Hunt, uh, 5,800. Because if you notice in these Browns games, he's getting a lot of the carries and a lot of the touches where you think Nick Chubb should be. And I don't know why or how, but I'm liking it for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, it's my only – I feel like these guys keep ping-ponging back and forth as to who's the guy and Hunt's had it for a couple of weeks. I mean, this is no scientific. This is just complete gut feeling. <laughs> I feel like this is a Chubb week. Um, like, because Chubb's been doing well. Even though Hunt's been in the scores, like Chubb still ran for 100 yards last week. Like, I just feel like this is that week that Chubb uh, is the end zone guy. I hope you're uh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So I, um, my running backs, Fournette again at fifty two hundred. I mean, again, this is like too cheap. I, I don't know what's going on because, like, you know, I don't know if it was because the Sunday night game they t- they couldn't properly price, but like Leonard Fournette is way too cheap. Um, so I got Fournette at fifty two hundred, and I'm going back to uh, nine thousand King Henry here. Um, you know, I, it's which is funny. Like I wouldn't play him on FanDuel, but I play him on DraftKings, uh, where you know catches matter, but. Yeah, I mean, he's just – why fight it? He's almost in that CMT a couple of years ago where it's like his price doesn't matter. Like, you know, I know I say that on FanDuel. There's just a little more, like, value on FanDuel. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, the $9,000 price tag doesn't scare me at all because he's he's paying it off every week. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, I noticed – I'm just looking at my team because I threw it together real quick. I'm a big fan of it, but we're going to go through it anyway. Deontay Johnson <laughs> – Deontay Johnson, uh, sixty-five hundred, target monster. We already know he's the number one guy there, and there's no other option. Uh, Juju's dead, by the way. Juju Smith-Schuster. Has anyone <laughs> seen him? No, he's, he's not. It's ben, Ben is dead. Ben missed him on like a seventy-yard touchdown. He right up the seat, missed him. I know. I saw it. Was it was not his fault. I know. It's just I feel like, yeah, whatever. Deontay Johnson. Okay, I went McLaurin, seventy-four hundred. That's my big baller at wide receiver. And, again, I went with Visca Chanel, 4,800. So, I mean, you could say Ben's dead, but Deontay Johnson's still producing. I mean, he's catching he's catching a million short passes. Um, yeah, no, so I have Jacoby again. Again, 5,600 is just too cheap, especially in PPR. Um, I got Chanel, actually. I like Chanel better on DraftKings. His price is a little bit better, but also the PPR. Um because again, he might catch seven or eight passes this week. Um, I'm not anticipating any of that down the field stuff like you had last week. And then Devontae, I mean, again, 8,200. It's not like a massive break the bank here. And like, there's one like really 
cheap tight end option that's even cheaper relative on on DraftKings that I like. So I'm able to pay up a little bit for Devontae at um yeah at, as my stud wide receiver. Yeah, that's that's a smart move. Uh, at flex, do you want to play running back here or receiver? So I have Keenan Allen in my flex right now. It's sixty five hundred. Okay. That's also again just too cheap. I mean, I, I, especially for the full point PPR. Um, like, you know, he can pay that off pretty easily, catching, you know, 10 passes for 80 yards. Boom, he's already at cost. And that 10 catches for 80 yards is a Keenan Allen game. Like, that's, that's a staple. Is, <laughs> and then if he if he catches more than that or if he catches a touchdown, then he blows through. I mean, again, 6,500 is just – I keep saying it for these guys, like, just too cheap. Because um, he was at 6,800 last week. He was 6,600 against Kansas City, but then 7,000, like, you know – I I don't know why Keno hasn't really been bad, and he's getting a massive target share. I don't understand why he's this price is going down. Yeah, it's pretty insane. I went Tony Pollard in my flex because oh. I mentioned it earlier. I think. Hold on, Dave. I, I oh I'm sorry. I had to do your work for you. This should, this is your lineup, by the way. But here's my thought process on Tony Pollard. I apologize to everybody watching right now. Is it going to be a Tony <clears throat> Pollard game? Like I said, it could be, or is it going to be a Zeke game? They switch. They go back and forth. Look, this is a gut feeling strategy. I went with Hunt because of my gut, and I'm going with Pollard because of my gut. And look, this is my Wednesday lineup, idiot. You don't understand. I change it throughout the week because me and Finn are elite like that. Hopefully, uh, your gut is very hungry and you spend it more on food and not on DraftKings this week. <laughs> not this week. I'm not, I'm <laughs> but I, I didn't get a chance to analyze it all. Like for you know, you have to analyze your lineups. I had 30 seconds. Not is you know, is Patterson a, a running back on these sites? I, I had a chance to. Look. I don't think he's in the. Uh, I don't think he's in the um, main. He's in the slate yeah, this he, week. He's in the like what uh, England game? Who's playing? In yeah, the he's in the 9:30 game. That's what. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's another thing like that just opens up more slates. Cause like you could play like, you know, the non-main slates and play like the London game, the Sunday evening game. So like it gives you a little more optionality in, in terms of those games. Um, we skipped over tight end. Who is your tight end? Oh shoot. I skipped over tight end. Oh, I know, who it is, though. I know who it is though. Cause it's so embarrassing. It's Mike Gusecki only because he's super cheap. And I think Brissett's the worst quarterback on earth. And he can't find anyone open except for Gasecki. He's been, you know, he's been decent, but so I'm gonna raise your shitty uh, tight end, Ricky Seals Jones. Wow, hundred dollars. Uh, so you spent all your money elsewhere, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's he's a he's a starter though. Like he, he caught a touchdown last week. Who does he even uh, play for anymore? I don't even know. He's been on five So he's on the Redskins. Okay, and he, there's who? no LT three. Who's that? You know who it is. Idiot, don't be stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, know oh, he didn't catch touchdown last week, it was two weeks ago, but like two weeks ago, yeah, yeah, I, you know, four targets last week, obviously two for 19, not great, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, 2,500, he doesn't need a lot if he turns for all those four targets into four catches for 25 yards, like boom, he paid off. We're good, I love him. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, a, that's actually a very smart play. I was thinking as I was telling you my lineup, all my guys are average and I'll have those super studs because. I wasn't willing to like you look at the cheaper prices. Sometimes it's okay to take a two from your tight end if you're getting thirty-five from your receiver. You know what yeah. I mean? That's I'm curious. Better. I wouldn't be surprised if, if rookie Seals Jones is massively owned this week because people are gonna want to fit in like Derrick Henry, they're gonna want to fit in Devontae Adams just like we did. Yeah. Um so I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's something we should look at later on. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a massive ownership because he's just the stone minimum on uh that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um I'll put you this way. I feel pretty comfortable he won't be $2,500 next week. We'll call it that. Because last week he came in, um, like, you know, a couple of plays, and he got most of the snaps, but he didn't, he, he wasn't practicing with the ones all week. He wasn't, you know, game planning for him. Like, now they're going to do that. So that's why I, I think, the, you know, he's a little mispriced there. And the defense, I did go, that's been the bare minimum Detroit Lions because why not? Um, Kirk's not gonna throw interceptions, but like Dave said, he can get sacked. A weird special teams play. I mean, yeah, they just, four point, they just need four points. They just need four points in the return on that, right? Four and a half. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find them on my my list they're, here. Oh, they were twenty. I actually went cheaper than you. Um, I, went, I went with the Eagles uh, against Carolina. I just like at twenty two hundred dollars, the Eagles can get sacks. They can get to the quarterback. Yep. Um, you know, I, I don't anticipate this being like a massively high scoring game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, 
that's just where I slotted right now. I could very easily move off of a couple things here. Um, like, cause like I, I like um, Eckler more for um, on, you know, on DraftKings PPR. So maybe I want to cut from Henry to Eckler on the, on DraftKings and then spend the money elsewhere. But yeah, I mean, I got Philly in there right now is more sub. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I went even cheaper than you. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, well, those are our lineups. Um, I, I really learned a lot tonight from you, seriously, about the whole punting at this tight end that's a starter, and all he needs is four catches, and he pays up. Like, I didn't, I don't think about stuff like that. I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm one of those guys where I want my prices even, like 6,000 here, 7,000 here. Yeah, I, I almost, like I mean, you notice that I almost never do that. I'm trying to, yeah. you try and get studs and then duds, you know, but like, I want the duds that are at least going to get, like, again, a Leonard Fournette is my dud at 5,200. Like, yeah. A workhorse running back and then lead offense. Uh, it, you, ridiculous. you look at the duds as more of like who's the most mispriced person. All right, mm-hmm. let's see who, who see who they are and let's you know play, play those guys. Yep. All right, man, it's getting late. We got to get out of here. Um, Dave, do you have anything to add before we go? Because we won't see you for another week. Well, hopefully next week I'll have the computer set up right. If we can find the if we can find the charger for it. I had it all. I was excited. I had everything set up on my desk. I was all, man. He goes, I go, Dave, are you on? He's like, I'm setting my computer up. I'm like, there's no fucking way. This guy <laughs> set the computer up. He did say that pre-show. He said that he goes, his microphone's going to be not working. His headphones. Are-. So he thought it was going to be the components, not the actual computer. He, he at least gave you some credit. No, everything was ready to go, except for the down with the charger cords and the gone. So it's always something. With Whatever. You, yes, it is. All right, we got to wrap something. it up. So thanks for listening. Find us on Twitter, Josh Kimball, OUS. It's Vukman and Dave 18 <laughs> at OUS Fantasy. Of course, at the Sandy Network. Okay, we got to get it here. Bye, guys. I hate how it always does this. <laughs>